people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Welcome to the America of Loud Talk Radio, um, hosted by uh, Malcolm, etc. And this is the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on the America of Loud Talk Radio show. As you know, my uh, my uh, talk shows go to podcast the following day, which is uh, at Pandora, Stitcher, etc. And um, we are very grateful to Malcolm, who has uh, allowed us to fight this work intolerant sort of cancel culture where we cannot get any of the science and the information out to the public where our published literature is being we are publishing research in journals medical journals it's being accepted and then once the pharmaceutical companies and the powers that be put muscle on the pharma on the journal editor and the journal they pull our papers down we have had papers in medline pubmed actually published and people have been citing it as credible medical literature removed the first time it's ever happened. So that's the uh, situation we're in right now. Um, Evidence-based medicine, journal um, um, publishing, everything is corrupted by COVID. Well, it was always corrupted, but COVID has revealed the underbelly. Let me get straight into the point today. Um, you know my Substack. My blog, I blog daily, is called Alexander COVID News. That is A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, space COVID, space news. Alexander COVID News. And I write about everything COVID-related and anything to do with uh, politics. I give my opinion and I try to keep the reader up to date on what I think is important. So um, please check out my blog. It's free. I mean, there's a yearly membership of 29 bucks if you decide to join. But you could remain free and you could also blog for free on my blog and comment. Um, don't forget my book, Presidential Takedown. Um, you can find it at um, Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble. It's called Presidential Takedown, where I discuss how Fauci and books worked and conspired to topple President Trump. And um, right now, you know, I'm supporting with McCullough and Rich, um, the wellness company. That's TWC.health. That's T for Tom, W for Woman, C for Charlie, dot health. Please go there. There's actually a new um, a new emergency pandemic kit of about eight medications that you should keep in your uh, medicine cabinet. And I've just put it out. Um, anyway, let me just get you things I consider important right now for us to think about. I want to get to LeBron James, which is LeBron James' son who had a cardiac arrest on the basketball court. He's 18. Um, first of all, Mitch McConnell. Word is that he had a stroke on live TV and he froze. Uh, I don't know if that was a stroke, so to speak, because I'm not his clinician. I didn't examine him, blah, blah, blah. But clearly, Mitch McConnell is one of those octogerians who should be sent to pasture. He's uh, way over the hill. Uh, he's, uh, he lacks credibility. He's, he worked against President Trump with Paul Ryan at all. He's a rhino. 
I have no regard, no respect for him. He should retire. Case closed. Um, now we're seeing on Drudge this thing about uh, Trump faces formal charges from uh, the DA. And um, this, is, um, this is just a bunch of madness. As I've said before, it's either they want to imprison Trump so you can't get a vote for him, or they want to kill him. I think they're making a good move to assassinate, have him assassinated. If they assassinated Kennedy, the way they're exposing this guy, because every time he has to come to New York courtroom or in Miami, he's like, the Secret Service can't do this. They can't protect him. So this is a big, big problem, and I'm warning everyone, be very, very concerned about his safety. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on. There's a joke about the, the Hunter Biden um, charges. <laughs> Nothing will ever happen. It's a, just a joke. And uh, they're making a fool of the nation, both Republicans and Democrats. So anyway, um, I want to talk about, um, let me see, I think the most important topic right now is the heart attack the cardiac arrest for um, Bronny James. And I think it's very important. Before I go to that, I want to say that um, we see Bud Light sales continue to decline and this Mulvaney idiot, this man with a penis who pretends to be a woman, and people actually um, buying into that. I think the greatest travesty and failure here is women who stand by and allow this madness to continue. So anyway, um, you know... <laughs> I posted something on my Substack where he's going to do some tour and I think get paid 40000 a speech where he's talking to how to empower women. Imagine, this is a man with a penis. This is a man like Leah Thomas, that swimmer who's defeating all the females in the pool. He has a penis and he's going to talk to women about empowering them. That's to tell you how wacko and sick the society is right now. Now on to Bronny James. Bronny James, B-R-O-N-N-Y, is the son of LeBron James. You know who LeBron James is. Bronny's 18, and I think on his college court, he suffered a cardiac arrest. And um, everyone is quiet and everyone is silent. So let me get straight to the point. I wrote a blog, several on this, where I'm going straight to the heart of the matter. LeBron James... LeBron James said in the past, quote, this is about LeBron and the vaccine. So if you are trying to figure out, did Bronny, was Bronny James vaccinated, particularly with mRNA technology, like the Pfizer or Moderna, which causes myocarditis, pericarditis, etc., bleeding, clotting, Guillain-Barre, all these terrible situations, undercuts and under, um, devastates the immune system. You know, the um, BRCA gene, um, the P53 genome, which is a guardian of the genome, subverts it to like receptors 7 and 8, etc. SV40, tumor suppressor, it suppresses the tumor suppressing system. So we know that the vaccine is just DOA, dead on arrival, terrible. This is LeBron James in USA Today prior. I know that I was very skeptical about it all. Well, open quotes. I know that I was very skeptical about it, all close quotes. What he was talking about there at LeBron was the vaccine. Open quotes. But after doing my research and things of that nature, 
I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but my family and my friends. And that's why I decided to do it, close quotes. So just by LeBron's statement in the past, clearly his son, Bronny, took the vaccine. LeBron took the vaccine. I'm not getting into whether he was forced to blah, blah, blah. Garbage. That's not part of this discussion. The discussion is about what happened to Bronny James. Remember, we're still dealing with Jamie Foxx with his stroke, cough, cough, vaccine-induced stroke, COVID vaccine, cough, cough. We're still dealing with the Australian cricketer Shane Warne, cough, 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 COVID vaccine-induced uh, death, cough, cough, 50-something years old. You know, we're still dealing with the NFL Buffalo player, Damar Hamlin, cough, cough, vaccine-induced cardiac arrest, where he had CPR for about 12 minutes on the field. Close quote, cough, cough. You and I know that if I gave you CPR for 10 to 12 minutes, that means you were dead. Your brain dies 10 minutes after the heart stops. If they can't get your heart to start, shocking it, CPR, whatever, your brain is eventually going to die. But you're clinically dead, complete, when the brain dies. Your heart could stop, but once the brain is still alive, there's a chance to bring you back. But you're kind of technically already dead because most people who have that kind of cardiac arrest don't have that kind of CPR. And it's just a matter of time for the brain to eventually die. He had 10 to 12 minutes of CPR. He crashed on the field. He crashed in the, in the bus, the ambulance. From what we've heard, he crashed when they put him into ER. Crash means cardiac arrest again. When somebody takes that kind of damage and cardiac arrest and CPR for so long, you know that the brain is starving of oxygen. The brain starves for oxygen in 10 seconds. Because remember, the key with the issue here is why we breathe. We don't necessarily breathe to take in oxygen. We breathe to remove carbon dioxide. That's the key part that people don't seem to understand. Your brain cannot tolerate any shift in carbon dioxide concentrations. So you must breathe out, must, absolutely. We could make oxygen as cellular processes in our cells. You know that. Oxygen is a waste product, a byproduct, water, H2O. So we could, we could get oxygen just from the oxidative process at a cellular level. You don't, I mean, you could be starving of oxygen and you could still be alive because at a cellular level, oxygen is produced. You breathe so you can breathe out the carbon dioxide, that waste product, not oxygen coming in. Yes, it's great. And yes, it's going to service the cells and enrich them with oxygen, go on to the iron and the hemoglobin and be transported to the cells, blah, blah, blah. But it's the, it's the, it's the shift in CO2 that is a devastating situation. And that's why we breathe. Anyway. If you are cardiac arrest and they CPR in you for 12 minutes, that means your brain, your brain is not getting proper oxygen and not removing carbon dioxide. You will have brain damage and you will have serious issues for 12 minutes of CPR. Damar Hamlin can't play football ever. It's wishful thinking and he's BSing the public that he's coming back on the field. No team will touch him. They'll be insane. He was clinically dead for 12 minutes. Thank God they used the right medical equipment to shock his heart back. What I'm trying to tell you is 
we have a situation where because of the mRNA technology shots, Pfizer, Moderna, remember, I've been hammering these people, Bullock, Pfizer, Bansel, Moderna, Uga Sahin, BioNTech, Dazak, um, Ralph Barrick University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Dazak, um, Echo Health. Um, you're talking about Caitlin Carrico, mRNA technology inventor, Drew Wiseman, mRNA technology inventor, Robert Malone, mRNA technology inventor, Fauci, NIAID, Francis Collins, NIH. These are the 10 horsemen of the apocalypse, I call them. These are the people who brought mRNA technology, married it with lipid nanoparticle, and forged this fraud vaccine that has harmed us, was never needed, and has killed many. These 10 must be placed in a courtroom at some point, investigated and questioned under oath, and punishment inflicted on them. If it is shown that their policies and their technology and their scientific work cause deaths needlessly, we jail them. You don't be afraid to jail all 10 that I just named. Jail them long and hard. But Bronnie James may have cheated death. I am saying, I am saying it is likely until they tell us his myocarditis status and his vaccine status and remove that from the discussion, meaning that he had no vaccine and he had no myocarditis, then vaccine is on the table. And then vaccine is the likely culprit because he probably had myocarditis, scarring of the heart myocardium, the musculature, silent myocarditis, where you don't know that the heart muscle is scarred. The electrical conduction across the heart is aberrant, anomalous, and suboptimal. And when you exert yourself with a scarred heart, scarred tissue, on the basketball court, flying a plane, driving a bus, running, whatever, and you have silent myocarditis where the heart is swollen, the heart muscle is scarred. What you are doing is the adrenaline. The umbrella term is catecholamines, epinephrine, norepinephrine, adrenaline, etc. Cortisol. These things get flooded into the bloodstream to cope with the stress that you're under and to, and to help service energy, blah, 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 and to lift the blood pressure, lift the pulse rate, lift the temperature, etc. That adrenaline bathing bathing a damaged scarred heart is enough strain on the heart to induce irregular um, arrhythmias and that could transit a cardiac arrest and the heart stops. I believe Bonnie James was a candidate and until we know otherwise I am saying place the vaccine on the table and LeBron James and Bronnie James and the family has a right now. They should tell us the truth. They should come clean with the American people and with the world, and tell us what exactly happened, tell us his vaccine status, tell us how many vaccines he got, how many boosters, etc., etc. And they need to wake up and denounce the shots. The whole family got them, the whole James family. Their health is in jeopardy, but they need to use this catastrophe because I don't think he could play basketball again. This guy's career is done at 18, okay? But he had the temerity to admit it, LeBron James, that that he took the vaccine. But we knew this, right? Um, the reality is, had Bronnie James been unvaccinated and had suffered this issue, can you imagine the headlines? We are not stop hearing about it 24-7. It's because he is vaccinated and had this condition 
that they're lying to us. They're covering everything up and making fools of us. And I'm trying to make you understand that, um, that we have tests, the D-dimer test for clots, the, the high sensitivity troponin test for any cardiac damage that must be done, um, chest MRI with contrast, gadolinium contrast for clarity, EKGs, etc. We must ensure that the planes, the airline pilots, the airline industry, um, different airlines mandate that the pilots, because they're in stru under stress, uh, rule out myocarditis before they take to the, to the cockpit and a plane with three, 400 people comes down and kills everyone. Parents with teens must ensure that the kids do not take to the soccer field, do not take to the, to the, to the hockey, uh, hockey field. NFL players must rule out myocarditis because they will die on the field. This is not over. This is not by any stretch of the imagination. Bronnie James cheated death. Jamie Foxx cheated death. Damar Hamlin cheated death. Tory cheated death. All of these people are lucky to be alive thanks to medical technology. And what I'm trying to say is they could do a service by telling everyone the truth. And uh, once again, it is when the myocardium is scarred from this vaccine because it does cause it. Go to the Mansanguan et al. paper, the Thai study of Thai teenagers with 29% cardiovascular anomalies post shot. The vaccine is causing devastating harm. We need to wake up. We need to get accountability from the vaccine makers and we need to understand why this is happening. Thank you. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the Dr. Paul Alexander uh, Liberty Hour on America Out Loud. And um, I would like to thank you for listening to the first segment. I'd like to thank um, Malcolm again. I'd like to thank um, uh, the wellness company who's, who's giving some support to Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Rich, myself, etc., Dr. Marcus, Gessling, Ameling, and these folk. Uh, we are out there as contrarians and skeptics fighting the work cancel culture. So we need to thank people that um, 
that are helping us like Malcolm. Look, I said earlier to go to my blog, Alexander Kogan News. It's free. If you want to support me financially, I need help. Uh, you could go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, and the email is sr7283 at gmail.com. That's sr7283 at gmail.com. I want to touch again on this Bronnie James, LeBron James' son, cardiac arrest. And it's, I'm putting a square onto the shoulders of the mRNA shot. Look, the shots can be reversed. Okay? Um, the reality about it is that, you know, uh, we have these people in lofty positions. And depending on how they play this out, um, we, they could do a lot of good. But they're not because um, they're being paid. They're incentivized in different ways and they're incentivized to keep quiet, you know? And the reality about it is that um, by their advocacy, they could help people and inform people for proper decision making. Anyway, I wanted to make sure I go back to that and um, really, really. Uh, uh, Pound it home because I think it's a very, very important issue. And, um, you know, uh, people like us must, must fight the narrative and must be willing to stand up and speak out. And um, I'm just very privileged and, and, and honored to do this. And I want to thank you again. I want to also now talk about um, uh, this dialogue. <clears throat> what do you call it? This transgender freak. This is named Dylan Mulvini, who are uh, pretty much destroyed but like an Hauser Bush. Bear with this madness. Now he's gonna be given forty thousand dollars to talk on subjects like female empowerment. Mind you, this guy is a man with a penis. So I don't understand the madness that's taking place right now. I just have to sit back and bristle. You know, I I, I have to ask myself. What kind of parents allow their little kids to go to these um, transgender freak shows where they're parading in their, um, in their little shorts and their, all, all their balls, their nut sacks hanging out, and, um, and, you know, they're spreading all over the place. And uh, these parents have their little boys and girls sitting there grinning and having a good time. These parents should be... Anyway, I can't say what I'm thinking because I had to go to jail. So I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. So anyway, um, I think it's a terrible situation. These parents are killing their children and harming them. These are freaks. These are men with penises who really like gay sex. They are homosexuals. They like gay sex. They are gay. But they can't admit it. They like um, Bruce Jenner. He can't admit that he likes anal sex. So what he does is he pretends to be a woman because in, the, in that gay relationship, he's the, he's the girl. You know, but he can't say he likes gay sex. He can't say it. So they come up with this new category, these homosexuals, these gay people, or they're transgender. These are men with penises who say they're women. They're women in the gay relationship. And that's what this is about. When you talk about these transgender freaks committing crimes and you putting these men in women prisons, you're only setting up a situation for rape and um, pregnancy of these female prisoners. Whoever does this, they, they should be jailed themselves. And, um, you know, 
I think this is one of the preeminent issues that we face globally and societally now. Is this push by the media and powers that be to shove this transgender freakness down our throat? These are people who are mentally ill. We should put them all in straitjackets and lock them away far. Put them all on Alcatraz and never visit them. They're sick. Put all the transgender there. Let them do what they want to do out there. Don't even visit them. Drop food from a helicopter. They're so freakish and sick. And this Bruce Jenner, we gave him too much airtime to normalize this madness. So we have all these little kids, young people, teenagers who are doing this trans transitioning surgery. We have a bunch of them now committing suicide and are suicidal because they want to reverse the mind. And they can't. They're going to sling off their breasts, these girls. They have no breasts now. They, 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 these boys removing their penis. I mean, it's a bunch of madness. And we have these parents going along with it. And we have these governments pushing it. You can't talk about Canada and places like Ontario and British Columbia and Alberta. We like the gay trans, trans, transgender capital of the world. All the transgender freaks seem to be living up in Canada now. And, 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 and the government are penalizing people who are against. I am against transgender. Like I just said it. I think they are freaks. I think they are filthy perverts. I think all the transgender are men who are would-be rapists and they would rape women given the opportunity. I believe they are for sure pedophiles too. I believe so. Strongly. Strongly, strongly. I think you should you should put them all in an insane asylum. Anyway, let me put that aside and talk about you need to remember we had a study out of Thailand, Mansangwan. M-A-N-S-A-N-G-U-A-N, Mansangwan et al. And this was a Thai study, and they look at adolescents in Thailand. They started, I think, about 320 and they lost about 15. They ended up with about 301 adolescents that they followed who took the, the um, Pfizer, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, Pfizer. And um, what did they find? They found that vast numbers of these 301 teens had serious cardiovascular issues, poor shot. They found about, and the most common cardiovascular signs and symptoms was tachycardia in about 8%. Um, that's rapid heart rate, shortness of breath, palpitations, chest pains, hypertension. And um, the, 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 the kids that they look at were like between 13 to 18 years old. And um, the reality about it is that uh, seven of the participants exhibited at least one elevated cardiac biomarker. We're talking about troponin, etc. And uh, at the bottom line is of 301, 29%, or let's say 30, almost a one-third, had some kind of cardiovascular manifestation post-shock, ranging from tachycardia or palpitation or myopericarditis. So we're not, we're not fooling around when we say that these shots are very, very dangerous. And these shots are... Remember, I also spoke in a couple of uh, sessions before about a study that came out of Basel, Switzerland. And the, the lead author was Mueller et al. And what, what they found was shocking too. They found um, myocardial lesions, the lesions of the heart muscle in females, about 40%, young females. So it opened our eyes to the fact that before... We said that the vast majority tended to be the myocarditis from the vaccine between 15 years and 29 years old. But what we find in predominantly male, of every 10 myocarditis, nine male, one female. 
But that study by in Basil Switzerland showed us that post-mRNA shot, it's actually 40 to 50% female. That's a serious, serious issue. What it told us right away is that um, females are equal, near equal risk as males. So that's something I wanted to throw out there that you remember. And uh, don't be fooled by the garbage that the media is still trying to push onto you. I want to talk about the 10 horsemen of the apocalypse a little more detail. Okay, here's what I'm trying to say. Because I think this gets lost sometimes. And people try to, um, to, 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 to jam me up. I say, oh, you're slandering that. But no, I'm not slandering no one. No one. I just been, I just speak it in how I think. Those people who worked on the mRNA technology, working on the mRNA technology with exosomes, extracellular vehicles, um, uh, lipid nanoparticles, etc., ways to take the mRNA and put it in these transport fatty ball vehicles so they they go far and wide, they can protect the mRNA and stabilize it, get it all over the body, deep into the brain, etc. Those people never safety tested the mRNA, and they know it. They know it. They know that that mRNA was dangerous and deadly to the animals from SARS-2001, uh, SARS-2002-2003. All of the animals got very, very sick and many died anytime they used the mRNA vaccine. They knew the end run by getting the FDA to give emergency use authorization without the proper safety testing for the shot. So they knew what they did wrong. And um, this is a terrible, terrible situation. And what I'm trying to say is that uh, at this point, I am trying to argue that a lot of these people from the mRNA inventors, the technology for the vaccine. You're talking about Wiseman, Carrico, Malone. You're talking about the vaccine people, Sahin, BioNTech. Um, Bansal, Moderna, Bula, Pfizer. You're talking about Wiseman, mRNA, Carrico. Remember Carrico and Wiseman claimed that they worked with Malone. Carico actually said Malone had a very junior role in this. So look, look, all of those things will be settled out in time and history and whatever. You know, I'm not interested in that because I think they're all a bunch of bad. I wouldn't say bad, but what they did was wrong. They got a lot of research grants. They bought for us debt. So that's why I call them the 10 horsemen of the apocalypse. You know, the four horsemen delivered plague, pestilence, famine, death, etc., these 10 have done the same with this vaccine, this mRNA technology. You add Francis Collins from NIH, you add Fauci from NIAID. These 10 people, I think, must be investigated in proper legal forum with proper judges, proper juries, and examined and let them defend themselves. But if it is shown that their mRNA technology and vaccine killed people needlessly and was unsafe and that they knew it, like how they knew about the reverse transcriptase, that the, that the genome was, was, was reinserted back into the DNA, like how they knew that it was not staying at the injection site and they remained silent. And many people took the vaccine because of that silence. How they knew about the DNA plasmids, bacterial. How they knew about damage to the mitochondria. They knew all of that. How they knew 
that the vaccine, the content and the spike protein didn't just, wasn't just a one-off mRNA use with, with mRNA cells, et cetera, dissolving mRNA and it coming out in your pee and your stool. They knew that. They knew we had studies by Rolgen and Cell, by Patterson et al. post-infection, 16 months, we found spike. We found spike in the germinal cells. We found spike protein everywhere. They knew that, but they were silent. We need to understand how they were incentivized. We need them to answer every question on the wood. So when I talk about the 10 horsemen of the apocalypse, you better understand what I'm trying to say. I don't know many of these people. I don't care to know them. All I am saying is, like Oppenheimer when he brought the atomic bomb, only after he said he understands now, if he could reverse it, he brought death. These people brought death. These vaccines failed out of the gate. These vaccines killed animals in the past. Okay, you had all kind of original antigenic sin, um, pathological pathogenic priming. You had immune imprinting, uh, immune prejudicing, etc. We understood. We understood very antibody-dependent enhancement of infection, antibody-dependent enhancement of disease. We understood how devastating the vaccine was to the animal model. Yet, these same beasts at Pfizer and Moderna was able to convince the FDA to give them emergency use authorization with small studies, short studies. We have the, the most recent bivalent booster. Remember it? Based on the, the legacy Wuhan strain and the BA4, BA5 subvariant Omicron. Remember that? Where they tested it on eight mice. Not even human data. They use a rodent model. And what did you see? You don't know because it wasn't published for you to understand the general public. But I know the data and I've read it in detail. The mice got sick. Imagine, they got emergency use authorization for this new bivalent booster that has failed now. Everybody who's got it has failed. Walensky, all of them. It failed. They took the bivalent and it didn't work. They got infected. So it's a joke. But more importantly, they approved it based on mice. Eight mice. Not 800,000 mice, eight mice. They want to vaccinate 300 million Americans based on eight mice. You have to wrap your head around that. Not only that, when you look at the data, you can see that the mice in the upper respiratory tract and the lower respiratory tract got sick. The mice got serious lung disease, advanced pneumonia, and many of the mice died. And imagine your patient group is mice, the mice got sick from the intervention and died, and yet you approve that vaccine based on eight mice. That's the telling insanity that we live. So that's why people like me hated, is hated, and, and coming after me because I'm punishing them in the press. They're all criminals. Those 10 horsemen I just mentioned, they're criminals for what they did. I think some of them should be in a jail in a serious deal. And I think if a proper judge and jury say, listen, their action rises to the level of criminality and intent, that they took lives and they say in second degree murder and they put the death penalty on the table, I say, okay, bring the death penalty. I, I don't want the death penalty for nobody. But if a, if a legally appointed judge says death penalty is in order for what has happened here, I say, put it on the table. And I say, be prepared to use it. Yes, I will put some of these people to death. Only if a judge says so, not me and not you. We have to leave that in the hands of judges. So don't get carried away with what I'm trying to say. Anyway, 
um, are coming to the close of this uh, second segment. And I want to just close by coming hard again. Damar Hamlin, we never knew what happened to him on that field. I'm telling you it's vaccine-induced myocarditis that was aggravated and he got cardiac arrest because he was on the field. There was a surge of adrenaline. When it bathes the damaged heart from vaccine-induced myocarditis, it causes that cardiac arrest. Jamie Foxx's stroke. Now you've seen Bronnie James and all those people you've seen dropping long dead. Don't let the media mess with your mind. You have to understand something. Once they're not talking about the vaccine in the reporting, once they're not telling you the myocarditis status, it is because it is the vaccine. It is the vaccine. We are facing a very serious, and I want to end by telling the public this again. Under no condition, this vaccine failed two years ago. I'm seeing it now. Under no condition do you take another shot. If you took one, don't take a second. If you took the second, don't take any boosters because we see from the third and fourth shot is when we see severe illness. We see hospitalization and death. When the British data, the French data, the Danish data, the Australian data. So we know what we're talking about. Let me end by thanking Malcolm again for this segment. Please go to my um, Substack, Alexander COVID News. Please check my book. Please support me. SR7283 at gmail.com on Zelle. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the third segment of America Out Loud Talk Radio, and you're listening to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. I'm brought to you by um, very good sponsors, Malcolm from America Out Loud. You know that, once again, you know that these um, talk shows go to podcasts the following day, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. And you can find them and listen and support people like McCullough, Rich, Bregans, etc., who are also doing their podcast, wish to thank Malcolm. Please visit my blog, Alexander COVID News. It's my Substack. It's called Alexander Space COVID Space News. I make it available for free, uh, as well as you can join for $29 for the year. If you want, it really helps me um, financially in this uh, era of cancel culture. Also, um, what I wanted to talk about right now is that um, we are seeing a tremendous rise in cancers. And we're talking about 
cancers that have been in remission and coming out of remission, um, new cancers, as well as uh, metastases. And when you follow a patient over a week, you're seeing spread that we've never seen before and so rapidly and aggressively with terminality, often in a matter of days. We have people showing symptoms for the first time and dying within four to five days, which is a phenomenon we've never seen before. And I was, I was trying to mention in the earlier segment that we are seeing um, suppression of the tumor suppressing system. P53, guardian of the genome, like receptor 7, 8, all of these different uh, subversions of the immune system by the COVID vaccine, um, placing people more at risk for the explosion of cancer. And uh, the, the blog that I wrote was, why is the percent increase in cancer rate estimates in the U.S. between 2019 and 2023? Remember, the vaccine was rolled out in February 2021. But why is there a doubling of the percent between 2015 and 2019? So the question is, is the mRNA vaccine the culprit? Has the mRNA technology vaccine from Pfizer, Moderna, et cetera, damaged the tumor suppressing systems? Example, SV40, VRCA, P53. And I, and, I, and I believe it's a very legitimate set of questions that we can ask. Because it appears now, day by day, that the government, the health agencies, did something that was catastrophic to the world and to the public. And my argument constantly has been that they must be held accountable and pay once we examine and show that what they did had no medical basis, no scientific basis. Uh, what I also wanted to talk about today is another issue which is that um, I, I touched on it yesterday with the Thai study, Mansangwan, which looked at teens, I think between the ages of 13 and 18, four shot, so as to assess any cardiovascular devastation. What we've seen is um, in this paper, I'll remind you, I spoke about it earlier, it's almost 30% of, of persons who took the shot had some sort of negative cardiovascular involvement following. So what's the bottom line of what I'm seeing? The bottom line of what I'm seeing is that the safety profile of the COVID vaccines, the gene shot, so the mRNA, technology like Pfizer, Moderna, et cetera. The safety profile has been terrible. And um, what I'm trying to say is that these shots should be taken off the market immediately. Should have been taken off a year ago. Um, no one should be taking these shots at this point, especially children. 
healthy children. So I just want to put that back on the table. Now we have this issue again. I think I spoke about it in my last segment. I'm not sure about this guy, Dylan Mulvaney, who but like did a, uh, a set of commercials with him. Well, as you see today, the, the sales is almost in the floor now. I don't know if Anheuser Bush, the spotlight could survive. But here you have this transgender freak. His name is Dylan Mulvaney. Going on a college speaking tour, charging like $40,000. And his main topic is how how to empower women. I mean, if it wasn't so serious, one would cry. Because that's a very serious issue. A man with a penis is going to lecture to women how they should improve themselves and help themselves. It just goes to show the psychopathy and what we are living. Um, I posted a Substack. I shared uh, Substack by Dr. Peter McCullough on all of these uh, athletes and um, camera people, news people who are, it looks like they're struggling from some issue. And um, some of them have fallen flat. You know, Damar Hamlin, etc., off the football field, Jamie Foxx, now um, Ronnie James, LeBron James' son. And I think that Dr. McCullough is talking about the wide range of vaccine-associated collapses among on-screen reporters, athletes, and many others who that can be caused by POTS, you know, P-O-T-S, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. I mean, in simple, when I try to understand it, I mean like uh, if you just stand up suddenly from sitting and you're a little older, you're not 20, you may experience about a POTS, which is, um, you know, um, you may get some... Uh, some reaction to that stand. And the question is, how serious is it? Is that a serious matter? And, um, you know, we've written about POTS, um, probably has a benign prognosis all the way. And we can't confuse um, with what Ronnie James encountered and, and ensued. I think the challenges and the point that I'm trying to make is that LeBron James, Ronnie James's father, and others have a perfect opportunity to use this situation and um, talk to the public and educate the public. And I found that over time, now that a lot of high society people are dying or getting harmed, and the common thread between all of them is that they have vaccine, they've taken it. I think you'll be derelict and reckless if you didn't want to talk about the vaccine because you didn't want to know the truth for your own self. My view is that most people who've taken these shots know that something has been damaged inside of them. You have damaged your immune system lifelong. You need to wrap your head around a simple fact. When we make normal, normal routine vaccines, 
using the chicken and egg approach, which is egg-based vaccines. You know, we go to China one time in the year, a previous year, and we predict what the predominant strains of flu, as an example, so vaccines are made, is going to be the predominant strain in America, Canada, etc. the following year. Um, we use these sentinel places in China amongst the chicken populations, the, the um, pig swine populations. And the truth of the matter is that um, this information is used to build vaccine for the following year for predominant strains. But the problem with that is DNA. There's a reason why antibiotics and, and, and anything to do with bacteria, etc., is very stable, the therapeutics. You don't have to change it year over year unless you put in selective pressure by um, irregular, haphazard, or detrimental use of antibiotics. You're not following it, of course. You're not using the right dosage. You're using the wrong antibiotic. But in the copying mechanism, before a cell divides, any cell, and, and in this case, bacterial virus, they have to replicate its genome so that the offspring cells have an identical copy of the genome from the the, the, the mother cell, so to speak. Once it copies the genome or is copying it, there are enzymes, its job is to spell check and proofread the, the, um, the genome that's being copied. And then, and then if there are wrong nucleotides, nucleosides, etc., being inserted, it will kick it out and bring the correct um, base where it should be. And this is normally what happens with replication. But with viruses, the replication is very unstable and haphazard because that copying mechanism, that spell checking mechanism, when mutations occur and the wrong base or whatever is inserted into the genome or lined up in the genome, it is often the wrong one and that there's no spell-checking mechanism in virus. That is why, if you took one viral particle and put it in a petri dish in front of you, the proper growth, medium, etc., and you walked away for about half of a day, when you come back, you're gonna see the whole plate, the medium plate, come covered by virus. Well, you have to look for it with the proper tools. And, um, uh, the issue about that, though, is all of the offspring would be different than the parent offspring. That's the difference if you have left a plate with bacteria. You didn't come back and see that the offspring bacteria is the same as the parent. So with viruses, you could never, we could have never gotten ahead of this pandemic with a vaccine. Because A, we are placing pressure on the virus by any steps we take from lockdown, school closure. And, and these people who made the policies knew this, but they just didn't care. So once we place the pathogen, the virus under pressure, it will, we underestimated the evolutionary capacity of this virus to evolve and adapt to the pressure we placed on it. By putting on masks, we put it under some pressure, as ineffective as masks were. And that is the issue now. So, 
um, I wanted to go forward again. And, um, but the main question from a call on these athletes is that, you know, the vaccine itself, the mRNA, it wasn't tested properly. So we don't know what is coming. But what we do know is that um, uh, this vaccine failed out of the gate, the mRNA platform, Moderna, Spike, BioNTech, etc. It failed in terms of being able to um, cut the risk of infection, transmission, and even death. And that was a catastrophic failure because if a vaccine does not stop transmission, then it confers no benefit, no societal benefit. And therefore, um, that vaccine is dead on arrival, should have been pulled from market. So we're still even living with the vagaries of COVID, all those basically done. But what we have done in response is we've created high risk for subsequent variants emerge that could be infectious and lethal. And it's something that we have to guard very closely and be on top of it with proper surveillance. Um, at this point, you know, I wanted to also talk about um, uh, brain aneurysm bleeds due to the COVID mRNA technology. I've been looking at um, some papers and the reality about it is that I'm trying to figure out what are the, what are the highest levels of uh, adverse events, etc. And what we've seen is that we have a lot of aneurysms, brain bleeds, brain bleeds, clotting, due to the COVID mRNA technology. And I put in my blog a recent paper by Oshida et al. And they build a case. You know, they reported on some inter intracranial aneurysm rupture within three days after receiving the mRNA shot. This happened in three women. So it could have just been that those results are what we call idiosyncratic to this particular episode, this time, this particular um, examination. It is just peculiar and weird. It's not a stable thing. It's idiosyncratic. And um, what it did show of the three cases, all three were female. Does that suggest a gender rule? A gender differential? I don't know. I think it's too small. We need longer duration. We need larger sample size, etc. What we do know, though, is that we've seen brain bleeds, we've seen blood clots, we've seen Guillain-Barre, we've seen aneurysms, dissecting aneurysms, which kills you rapidly. So we're seeing it. Yet the right people don't want to talk about it and don't recognize it. So um, Dr. McCullough put out a really, really good substack on the topic. And, and, and I decided that I wanted to, sh to share, you know, um, to share the information because that's what the public needs. And um, at this point, you know, we're coming to the end of this segment. And I wanted to take the opportunity again. Look, right now we're in a serious situation in this world between what they're trying to do, Trump, between... Um, the chaos you've seen in Niger, chaos you've seen in Israel. The whole world is upside down right now. It's in just a terrible, terrible mess. And um, we, people like me, McCullough, etc., we, we are subjected to the cancel culture work crowd, work. 
And it's people like Malcolm from Record out here who stood behind me, who stood behind others, and um, shared, shared with us, but allowing us to come to the people still and be not dependent on the legacy media, which to me is just fraud. Um, thank you, Malcolm, and we all thank you. Um, we thank the Bregans for all of the work that they're doing, tremendous patriots behind the scenes. I think they're one of the best people in this world, and America owes them thanks. I thank them every time I speak to them. I want to end by asking you to consider my blog, Alexander COVID News. Just Google it, Alexander COVID News. It's free. You don't need to pay. If you want to pay the $29, it will help me. Please go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, and the email is sr7283 at gmail.com. Please help me.